more than six in 10 caucus goers say President Biden was not legitimately elected four years ago. That's Fox News in their post-Iowa caucus coverage of Trump's win. We'll get to that in just a moment. Iowa is based. They know that Trump is a legitimate winner of 2020 and Joe Biden is illegitimate. They know that intuitively. They know that because they're informed or they know that because I play this introduction every single episode. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Welcome to the BCP podcast. I am James, the Black Zone of Patriot, aka BCP. Before the voting started in Pella, Iowa for the caucus in that area, Carrie Lake was out there. It was like minus 20 degrees and it was freezing. She tried to get there early and this is what she found. Hey America, we're here in Iowa. This is amazing. We are here a full hour early to the caucus site, the biggest caucus site in all of Iowa. It's in Pella, which is an incredible town. And you gotta see this parking lot. It is jam packed with cars already. We thought we were gonna be here first and earliest and Iowans are not going to wait this out. They're not gonna risk being late. They're gonna be here early. And we're so excited to be here. I'm, I'm really honored to be delivering a speech for President Trump on behalf of his campaign. And we're just thrilled that Iowans are delivering. They're delivering on their promise to do their due diligence, to make sure that they bring us back four more years of incredible leadership here in not just Iowa, but across the country. So we're walking into Pella High School. We're super honored to be part of history tonight. And everyone is showing up to vote. No one is going to sit this out. Iowa is going to make history and we are going to make America great again. Not just Iowa. America can't sit this one out. Look, it came as no surprise, but some people considered it official when the Associated Press called the caucus for Trump. Breaking news literally within the last few seconds, uh, the Associated Press just said that uh, Donald Trump is the winner of the Iowa caucus. No big surprise there. Expected to have the biggest win ever. Uh, we don't know, though, who will finish second. Big battle there between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Is the season election year off and running for sure. Here we go. Here we go. And Trump is off to a great start. Now I'm recording this right after, you know, the AP uh, official Declaration of President Trump being the winner. So I'm recording this on MLK Day, Monday night. So as of right now, it looks like Ron DeSantis is actually beating Nikki Haley for second place, like 20 to 9, 20% to 19% of the vote. Um, we'll get into that probably in the next episode. But we're going to delve into some other very important statistics. Before we get there, though, 
MSNBC, <clears throat> even though this was no surprise, had a on the Rachel Maddow show absolute absolute TDS meltdown. Like it was no surprise that President Trump was going to win, and it really wasn't a surprise that he was going to win as big as he did. Now I'll give you, I'll give you the numbers. We'll review the numbers in the next episode, but it's a pretty big win from what we can see, and Maddow is going mad cow crazy. It is not. If we are worried about the rise of authoritarianism in this country, we are worried about potential rise of fascism in this country. If we're worried about our democracy falling to an authoritarian and potentially fascist form of government, the leader who is trying to do that is part of that equation. Mm -hmm. But people wanting that Correct. is a yeah. much mm -hmm. bigger part mm -hmm. of that That's equation. Right. Fascism, authoritarianism. I guess we're supposed to ignore the fact that Joe Biden, the current fake president, is trying to put his political opponent, Donald Trump, in prison. He had his house raided for documents when he was guilty of that and they were trying to hide it. That's pretty authoritarian. Going after President Trump's children, but his son gets a pass. That seems pretty corrupt. January 6th protesters in prison because they don't believe that Joe Biden is the legitimate president. Oh, we're going to get into that in even more detail here in just a moment. But we're supposed to worry about the win and the people wanting Donald Trump to get back in the White House as the FBI is targeting Catholics and moms and dads for not wanting CRT taught in their school. Yeah, that sounds about right. We should be concerned about authoritarianism and fascism coming from the Democrats and the establishment class doing anything possible to get back in power. And the American electorate is made up of two major parties. One of those parties has been flirting with extremism on the ultra-right for a very long time. They've brought them in in a way that they haven't been central to Republican electoral politics ever before, and I know because I've been studying this. But once you have radicalized one major party so that those are the preferences of the people who adhere to your party, the leader is interchangeable. And yes, Trumpism is sometimes what we call it. Mm -hmm. MAGA movement is probably a better way to do it. But there is an authoritarian mm -hmm. movement inside yes. Republican politics that isn't being bamboozled by Trump. Mm -hmm. They are pushing Trump That's to right. get more and more right. extreme because the more extreme things he says, the more they, the like more they adhere and to him. That yeah. and, and that is coming from a very large proportion of the American right that adheres to the Republican Party. And that's why this is a Republican Party problem more than it is the problem mm -hmm. of one man and his leadership. And we, and we Just think how demented it is that they have a problem with make America great again. That they have a problem with America first policies that favor America and American citizens over other countries, illegal aliens, just think about how crazy that is, that they want their leader to put priority in other places, not the people he represents. Now, actually, Rachel Maddow made some really important points here that I agree with. It's more than Trump. This is the new Republican Party, and the Republican Party is pissed off because the Republican voter does want America first, does want MAGA policies. And... A good example of that is the Iowa caucus and what happened tonight. And Fox News, believe it or not, had an excellent breakdown. So let's analyze this using the numbers that Fox News presented as part of the 
President Trump win of the Iowa caucuses today, MLK Day 2024. And especially when it comes to that uh, MAGA voter, um, it's telling us a lot about how President Trump is having a really good night there in Iowa. Take a look. This is some of the key findings so far when it comes to the MAGA supporters in our Fox News analysis. Uh, more than six in 10 of them, of those caucus goers that identify as MAGA, um, the vast majority of them, close to eight in 10, it is revealed, are breaking for Donald Trump. Uh, he still appears to be king of the MAGA world, 77% of them. Now I'm surprised that 6% of MAGA would even consider Haley. But, you know, that's not really that significant. So let's move on to DeSantis. 10% of people who consider themselves MAGA supporters like DeSantis or favor DeSantis or consider themselves, you know, consider uh, are considering a DeSantis in the DeSantis camp. And look, let's be honest. If DeSantis weren't running against President Trump, wasn't belittling President Trump, wasn't trying to, to get in bed and, and is in bed with the rhino establishment over power, then you, you could consider DeSantis MAGA because, you know, think about it. Uh, if you look at what he's done for Florida and, you know, emphaga uh, make Florida uh, great again, he has been a, for the most part, a for Florida governor. And you would just think that if you extrapolate that, you think he'd be the same thing for America as president. Now, what comes interesting as you look at Ramaswamy, Ramaswamy echoes a lot of things that President Trump says. And just, uh, you know, the last 24, 48 hours, we've seen pretty much a separation of Trump saying, no, he's, you know, he's not MAGA. Now, actually, President Trump, as, as we uh, have covered before, he actually called DeSantis MAGA-like. So I find that interesting. But looking at the moderate voters, this is a key group that we were watching heading into Iowa. This appears to give some hope to Nikki Haley. Now, when it comes to those moderate voters, she doesn't beat Donald Trump there, but she's well ahead of DeSantis and Ramaswamy among moderate voters. This may reflect something about her potential strength in a general election. So that is a key takeaway. In other words, surprise, surprise, Nikki Haley isn't MAGA. She's establishment. She's rhino. And half of her supporters come from independents and Democrats. Let's move on. So another key finding with Trump is the fact that he is still facing multiple in investigations and indictments. So we put the question to voters. This, for the most part, does not appear to be a factor for caucus, caucus goers. Look at this. More than half think the former president did nothing wrong on January 6th. Half think the same about interference in the 2020 election. That bumps down to four in 10, as you can see, when it comes to classified documents at his Florida home. Overall, though, Iowa Republicans think the investigation into the former president are political, not legitimate. So take a look at this. Another key finding and a question that we put to voters when it comes to those Trump charges, close to eight in 10, say the charges against Trump are political. Only two in say, uh, two in 10 say legitimate. This is what Iowa is saying, but I think it's reflective. I think you can assume that the average, or if you look at the nationwide Republican voter, you're going to see similar numbers. Everyone knows this is political. Uh, eight in 10 know it's political. 
that these are garbage indictments like we had garbage impeachments. It's the same crap we've been seeing going against President Trump since 2016. Going on eight years now. So, you know, the Iowa voter caucus is smart. But I'm, I'm going to say that's probably, probably pretty reflective of conservative MAGA and Republican voters nationwide. So the all of this lawfare against President Trump isn't legitimate. It's illegitimate because it's coming from an illegitimate regime, the regime of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. And speaking of legitimate, more than six in 10 caucus goers say President Biden was not legitimately elected four years ago. This is when we put this question to voters. Those who think Biden's election was on the up and up, clicking yes here, they're backing Nikki Haley. Those who don't break strongly, close to three quarters, for Donald Trump. So, look, you're not alone. Two-thirds, according to this report, know, not believe, but know that Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. You are not fringy. You are not crazy. It's the the fringy ones are the ones that believe that Joe Biden is a legitimate president. They can try to gaslight America, but America is not stupid. Though Joe is stupid. And that's become evident. Not only is he illegitimate, he can't hack the job that they rigged the election for him in favor of. By the way, uh, this is how many, this is according to ABC poll, this is how many people think that Joe Biden has the mental sharpness to effectively serve another term, okay? Not not Fox News, we're, we're now switching gears here. Not Fox News, but ABC. This is Disney. This is leftist ABC Disney. This number, I think this has to be the lowest number we've seen yet. You have you have the question of the president's age. I mean, it's just there in poll after poll, not just ours. Our poll, in fact, said 28 percent, just 28 percent think that President Biden has the mental sharpness to effectively serve for another term. Twenty eight percent. Twenty eight percent. Less than a third, almost uh, a quarter of the people think that he's able to handle it, which means 72%, almost three quarters of the people don't believe he has the mental capacity to do the job. I mean, we saw images like this over the uh, over the weekend. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, literally a, a civilian having to handle him and, and stop him and him having a dementia stare of not knowing what the hell is going on. Uh, this is Morgan Sherwin and uh, Sam Saruti. Uh, 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 there are uh, our team members here. Uh, they help us. They uh, they help us. Uh, you know, service and sales. Good to see you. Yeah, uh, I like the uh, the tweet of this that RNC uh, uh, research put out. They're like, yikes, yikes! Look at that! Look at that! Just. Staring off until he doesn't know what's going on. This is the dementia patient. Uh, this is a dementia. A dementia patient. Look at this. He's walking, and the guy literally puts his hand and has to stop 
Biden, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's got this, this like, where am I stare? He's got that. Yeah, that's uh, that definitely, definitely. RNC research is yikes. They also posted this from uh, the weekend. Uh, creeping on this little girl while asking, uh, being answering questions and being asked questions about his confidence in uh, that he has a secretary Austin. Look at this girl's visibly uncomfortable, just visibly uncomfortable. Like, dude, you're in her personal space. And what's this lady doing here? It's like she's like, is she gonna stop Biden from like grabbing this girl? Absolute craziness. Do you call this in Secretary Austin? I do. I'm sorry. Was it a lapse in judgment for him not to tell you earlier? Yes. I think it's a lapse in judgment to even have Biden anywhere near children and little girls. That's just that's just bad. We know what this is about. I mean, how evil are these people? Can't they just do the few activities they do and not have children, uh, have Biden around children? Or maybe Biden is saying, no, maybe throwing tantrums. I don't want to do anything unless there's children. So that's why they keep, he keeps having these encounters with children. This is one sick ass man. And I don't just mean that in a dementia way. I'm talking about that in a pervy pedophile way. And then uh, again, today, a little bit of creepiness. Joe Biden on MLK returned from his weekend vacation in Camp David and traveled to Philadelphia to serve food at Phil Abundance, a hunger relief organization for MLK Junior Day. This is his third visit doing this for MLK Day. He sounded like a toddler as he told people about Dr. Jill. Did you know Did you know my wife has her doctorate? Seriously, going around, do you know my wife has her doctorate? Bragging about his wife having a doctorate. The man is not well. At one point during his visit to Phil Abundance, Biden set his sights on the little girl and used a bag of apples to entice her. This sick-ass man just can't help himself. How old are you? 11? Wow. He said this as he held up a bag of apples. <laughs> Joe Biden is so... Okay, look, this is a pedophile joke. I'm sorry. But Joe Biden is so old-fashioned. He can't... He, he's trying to use apples to get kids into his, into his creepy-ass van. He's not even the times of using candy or video games or something more modern. This man is sick. And should be far away from children. Those, are, those, that is my two cents plus. That, that is my opinion, and I will not stray from it. Not only is pre, uh, uh, president, for those listening, I'm doing that air quote thing. Not only is President Biden illegitimate, he's a sick pedophile who should be far away from children. And far away from the White House. And he probably should be underneath a prison for treason while awaiting trial. And then when he is found guilty of treason, 
he should have uh, a full traitor's reward. And he shouldn't be able to be able to hide behind his age or his dementia. Those are just my two cents. Call it harsh. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your support. I'll be back with another report. Hang tight. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.